Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Off track with Hinch and Ross. Hello and welcome, guys, to the first off track of 2024. I mean, first one you're part of. Yeah, we did we did one of these earlier this week. Again, this is off track. (laughs) That is the nameless Tuesday show, sometimes featuring most of us. Yeah, that's a mm, I don't know. It's like the ugly, it's like the ugly stepchild that like you you include, but you don't really want to. Right. Yeah, I uh, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I had full intentions of listening to it, and then I didn't. Uh, not so. saying. Are you drinking wine, Tim? Yeah, figured. You know, it's five forty-five, five fifty at this point. Why not? It's, it's a weirdly classy thing for you to just drink on your own. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not on my own. I'm with you guys. That's why I waited. <laughs> Did you turn on the on-air <laughs> sign intentionally? Behind so him? I this was a this was a Christmas <laughs> gift. That's this was awesome a Christmas gift. gift, but it was like a year or two ago, and I didn't have room in my suitcase to bring it home. And this time I did, so I brought it, and I I was taking down all my Christmas decorations today, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put it up so it can be seen. That is very appropriate. So do you only turn it on whilst we're recording, or is I, it just I, on this all the time? This is the first time it's been put up. I just put it on. I think I will. I think I'll just use it while Are recording. Are you gonna turn it off when we're done? Yeah, why not? I like it. I mean, we won't know, but you'll know in your heart. I'll believe him. I'll believe whatever he tells give me. It, give it like two days, and I'll integrate it into the whole voice command lights that I already have mm. so that I can just say, you know, I'm recording. Um, now that actually would be cool. I mean, I do that with everything else. No, I know, but I didn't know if you could do it with a aftermarket light like yeah you just have to get you just have to get the plug so like i do that with some of the other ones it's you get a smart plug and then it just Mm -hmm. turns it on or off Mm -hmm. anyway james you're in florida you're done with your with your yachting um Uh, tragically yeah how was how was your new year how was new year's uh new year's was awesome um so you know we were very lucky to be invited on this trip uh to go to St. Bart's for New Year's which is somewhere I'd been for like one day on this other cruise that actually Marco and I did like 10 years ago and we were joking about it because the the cruise stopped there so that we this cruise was an appearance right it was like a small smaller boat ship whatever you call it so it's only like a hundred passengers right mm-hmm. so it's not like a Caribbean cruise lines or whatever mm-hmm. And we did this one day stop in St. Bart's and Marco and I 
um, you know, got off and we were walking around and we went shopping, which is not something I had done a lot of at this point in my life. Right. Especially not with Marco. Marco shops on different levels than most people. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was, I was, I was, you know, uh, shown the world of Marco shopping and let me tell you, I think it was up to that point in my life, the largest single day credit card spend I had ever done. <laughs> um, I still own all of those clothes because I am wearing those things until I yeah. die just to get my money's worth. I digress. Um, yeah, man, what an unbelievable place on New Year's. Like, it's a cool little island anyway. Have you ever been, Alex, to St. Parts? Nope. It is a very cool island. Um, mm. a lot of nice stuff, a lot of nice. What does it have to do with St. Bartholomew? Um, well, he was French and it's run by the French. So I'm just gonna stop it there. I'm impressed James that you got to January 3rd, um, at six o'clock Pacific time and have already accomplished the most unrelatable story of the year. Like it's pretty. Oh no! Pretty amazing. One hundred percent. With three hundred sixty-two days left, yeah, uh, you've done it. Be the most unrelatable story, Mm. probably of my life. Mm. Um, yeah, it was wild. It's a. I I, I love how you're how you're backing it up with. Oh, I've been before on a semi-private yacht uh, with Marco. Yeah. Um, Again, going this time for New Year's on a on a private yacht, uh, albeit with less shopping. Um, you know, we don't know that we don't know this time he came with a wife and more means. So I bet there was some shopping. Uh, no, I made sure that she was unable to shop at any point during the trip. Probably still less Um, shopping than their counterparts. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? There was less shopping than I thought there was going to be in general. Um, but no, it was, it was lovely. And there was a lot of very nice floating machinery in the vicinity. Is that your weird way of saying there were nice yachts? Oh my God. There were so many, like, I didn't know there were that many big boats. Yeah. There are a lot of Russian oligarchs. Dude. Well, MJ was actually not parked too far from us. Really? Uh, he's got like a half a basketball court on the back of his Michael yacht. He's, I thought he was alive. more of a, an Atlantis guy. Cause he would gamble at Atlantis. He was always there. Well, he was here for a little bit. And, uh, uh well, that's cool. Were you like, yeah. eh, whatever, I'm a professional athlete too. Like, uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Cause <laughs> I think he was probably celebrating. I don't know if you read the news. He's celebrating the sale of the Charlotte Hornets, which he purchased like 10 years ago for $275 million and sold it for drum roll, please $3 billion. So must be nice. Yeah. Must be MJ nice. It was just, was just celebrating. All right, so uh, yeah. we briefly talked about the idea of like resolutions and things like that on the Tuesday episode, but we didn't get into it because I wanted to get into it with all three of us. So, wait, are we just skipping your guys' New Year's plan? Like, what, how your New Year's plan? We we talked about it on Tuesday, man. Yeah. He was in Michigan. I told you specifically not to talk about that. Oh well, well you don't what else were we supposed to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like fair. That's totally fair. All right. Well, I hope you guys had a great New Year's. I'll listen to the episode and see. Yeah, how it went. I hung out with Hazel, tossed her in the air at midnight like I always do, and I was in bed by twelve thirty. It was great. I can't wait till you cannot physically do that anymore, or like you find out because you throw your back out doing it, and then that's the last time. I feel like what will happen first is she's like, Dad, don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dad, you're not cool. Probably, Get away from me. I'm going to be out in a club with my friends at mm. 13. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, never, sorry. That'll never Carry happen. 
Um, okay, so we've talked about Alex doesn't really do the resolutions, didn't really do them growing up. Pointed out it's got to be kind of weird because you guys are already fairly not fairly. You guys are remarkably driven people and already in good shape and doing well career wise. So, like James, do you do resolutions? No, not really. I it's like, like it, it sounds cliche and very like I don't know like self helpy or Tony Robbinsy or whatever. But it's you know I sort of subscribe to that. If something's worth doing, it's worth starting today. Like waiting until January first is just like, makes total you don't sense. Really want to yeah. do it, and you're probably not going to stick to it. So I've never really. I've never really subscribed to too much to that. But I, I get it works for some people. I'm not like I'm not like trying to poo-poo the idea. It's just it's never I was, for me. I, I was thinking about that today because I was was at the gym, which I'm you know, I did not start going because it's January. I've been going to the gym fairly often. And I was smoothies just smoothies and saunas. Yeah, smoothies and saunas. Uh, it's a great <laughs> steam room. That'd be a great um, name for a gym, actually. <laughs> smoothies and saunas, though. Yeah. Uh you know what though? It is kind of nice that we just have a point. Where we're like, look, all right, the, the calendar reset. Let's take stock of where we are, and let's f- figure out actionable items to improve. And I think it's kind of cool that, like, culturally, we do that. Yeah, sure, most people don't stick to them, but I like that we we like have a societal norm to make an effort to improve ourselves every year. I mean, we did talk about how my resolution was to get invited on Hunter Ray's boat. Yeah, and that would improve you. You know, (laughs) so I thought it'd be fun if instead of having our own resolutions, because I don't think we really do that, we could come up with resolutions for each other. Interesting. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 This could get this could get very interesting. I think Um, the obvious. I think James needs to fly more. Right. I I assumed Uh, that was coming. (laughs) Uh, Well, well, Tim, uh, hold on. I want to just backtrack to what you were saying there. Not to like the Debbie Downer and, and the and the skeptic of the group, but like this societal norm that we've come up with to take stock of ourselves and come up with ways to make ourselves better. Could it not have been something that was just like driven by big corporations and big gym to get people to buy big, gym memberships? Big, and like, big resolution is pushing that? Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know the, the history behind resolutions, but I feel like that it's like a natural thing to measure yourself at a milestone and see how you can improve. And uh, since a birthday is an individual milestone, you know, you can do that on your own birthday. But if we all have this set milestone, I, I think I just like the fact, improvement. I like the fact that you've totally blown away. Try January <laughs> this year as you take, that a was not one of my mind. resolutions this year. <laughs> I, I feel like Tim's resolution should be to get more tattoos that he regrets. That's you know what? Yeah. I'll go mine, with that. Mine for Tim was going to be to get haircuts more frequently. Mm, that I won't do. I think Tim should drink more margaritas that are green. I love all of these so far. <laughs> you just said you <laughs> won't do mine. <laughs> okay. I love all of Alex's so far. Right. 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 Okay. Um, I think Tim should um, take us on a trip this year. We could, we'll see. We'll see okay. what goes on with that. All right. I think uh, I'm trying to think of any real ads because, again, you guys are like pretty driven. Alex, maybe uh, maybe interact with more people that you no. don't know. That's definitely not happening. <laughs> okay. Are you going to no. pay me? No. Then no. Uh, <laughs> Alex should should re- res- res- resolve, res- resolute mm-hmm. himself to uh, fly his plane more. Just get more hours on his airplane. 
Oh, no, you should get your commercial pilot's license. That should be your res- Is that a resolution? That's just a goal. That's like, yeah, that's resolution. just a goal. Honestly, uh, like there's there's no point. Like I'm going to I'm going to get my seaplane rating after St. Pete. Um I'm probably going to get my multi-engine rating once my buddy buys a twin-engine plane. But there's quite there's quite honestly no point to getting your commercial because it doesn't do it unless it you're going to be a commercial anything. pilot, yeah. Nope. because that's see that's where people get confused. So a commercial pilot's license only allows you to carry people for money with stricter regulations to actually fly for airlines. You need what's called an ATP, which is an airline transport pilot's license. Okay. And that's very different. So a commercial license comes at 300 hours. A, a, a ATP comes at 1500. Um, so that feels fair. That feels- yeah. A, a commercial license actually is kind of pointless. I was going to, I was down the process in doing that all and I have all of my requirements, but um, it doesn't actually lower my insurance. So I was like, screw that. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Because then. it actually is more restrictive, like in ways that you can fly as well. So, hmm. nay, so nay. seaplane license. Yes. Does that mean we can now just land on the lake? My, my, my like goal with that is Muskoka. Right, so we Executive can fly straight to, to the Yes. Amazing. Right. That would be pretty cool. Yes. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a nice goal to have for 2024. Yes. Um, well, maybe Benefits maybe us all. Maybe that's more of a goal. I think like like resolutions like read more or okay. get better sleep. I like that. Things like that. Yeah. yeah okay. I read more. Then I'll yeah. say that for Alex. You should read I wanna, more. I want to manage my time better. Yeah, me too. Like I want you to manage your time better. Not, yes. I don't want to manage my time better. Yeah, no, you're you, you're a little more buttoned up on that than I am. I I'm not good at that. It's worth noting for people listening. We're doing this six hours later than we planned to. A day plus six hours later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. So thirty. In my hours. defense, I said I would try, dude. Well, I won't get into what I was mm. going to do and why. Yeah, we no, I, dude, now, I honestly get it. Like leaving a yacht on a private plane is a hell, <laughs> hell of a process. Like, honestly, it'd probably be easier to Uber to a commercial flight and take a layover than it is to do what you did today. And then when they don't when they don't get your sandwich order right and and then you have to have your champagne with the wrong sandwich. Well, no, it's like it's like, all, it's like really late, and instead of it being lunch because you're late, they still mm-hmm. have the the coldish warm breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, right. yeah. First of all, yeah. the food was phenomenal. Okay, the food yeah. was not the problem. <laughs> so I've not had a bad meal in a week. All right, it's, that's not the issue here, guys. All right, so I this this kind of petered out, but. Reading, time management. I'd like to focus on sleeping. You guys are already pretty good on the gym. I feel like you sleep a lot. I feel like you sleep aggressively. I would like to get a good, steady sleep schedule. Mm. Okay. So they say that is more. They say that is more important than the actual hours. It's going to bed within a thirty-minute window. Like yeah, I very much don't do that. Well, neither do I. But (laughs) it's hard to do. It's hard, especially traveling. Like time zones are a hell of a bitch. Hell of a bitch. A bitch of a hell. You know what? Uh, just a bitch. Let's go with it. Let's mm. go with it. Uh, well, th- honestly, though, that's so true. And doesn't it? It really makes you appreciate like how difficult the Formula One calendar is for everyone mm. involved in that. I know we've already talked about it a little bit, but like, it doesn't matter what job you're doing, 
the way that messes with your internal clock is so bad for you. Like someone that's been doing that for like 20 years, like you're probably going to die young. Like this is not what human beings are built to do. It's why most of them stop either because they are physically fried or they're getting a divorce or divorced. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, Tim, you can, you don't really have that excuse. So you should be, uh, you know, you should just be better at that. Yeah. What's yeah, your ideal? Think, what's your ideal bedtime then? Like, what are you going to aim to go to bed and aim to get up? And like, what's your? Are you a I'd seven like hour be, a day? I'd like eight to be. Day? I'd like to be asleep before eleven. It's pretty late. That is pretty late. So I'm like, a ten to seven guy. Ten to seven. Well, okay, but like, I get hours. Hazel to bed at nine nine thirty, and then I want to have a little bit of like. A little time to just unwind, watch the mm-hmm. news, read a little. So, you know, like 1030 be great. But realistically, I'll just say I want to be asleep before 11. What else do you do before you go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> and why does it take 30 minutes? Because <laughs> I read. And then I'm, you know, I'm into my books. Some of right. us read, Alex. No, yeah. You think that takes 30 minutes? <laughs> we do that very differently buddy <laughs> well yeah because you're you're reading apparently while you do it yeah. which is weird it's very distracting well, at least for the articles uh, oh. <laughs> speaking of reading um i know you this is something that you've brought up before well maybe not brought up on here but it's just one of those things that you have told me about and so when i saw this in the news today i found it fascinating that the mickey mouse copyright stuff has yeah. finally expired Yes, but for just, the original, the original, yeah, just the like, first Steamboat two movies Willy. with Mickey. Yeah, so it's Steamboat Willie, and then there was another one that came out that year. I can't think of the name right now. So you can do it based on that, and so there's a lot of rules about what you can and can't do. So if it's stuff that originated in movies that came later, you can't use that Mickey. So but it's, it's is it every like year? Like every, every year, one it of goes those movies gets yeah. to the 95 years or whatever. So like all this stuff so will it, start getting. Yeah, it used to stay at 1924 for a very long time because Disney kept pushing the copyright back. Right. And then it started to finally tick forward and we finally hit Steamboat Willie. So it's like you can draw Mickey Mouse but, and sell figurines of Mickey Mouse or sell drawings of Mickey Mouse, but not with like the big white eyes. You can kind the of do shorts. the gloves. Well, you can do the red shorts. So in the movie, it's black. So there, uh, people were trying to argue that it can't be red shorts. But for one of the promotional posters of the movie that year, he's in red shorts. Ooh. So it's like there's a lot of it's it's super complicated. The funny thing is most of the stuff people are posting online, like you, where you see Steamboat Willie doing just terrible things. You actually could have done that before. That's parody. That's fine. You you right. can make parody of art. You know, so that's. I don't know. It's it's uh, a lot of people don't really understand what's going on, but it's kind of cool. I do feel like Disney is still going to have a very fun time just trying everything they can to shoot down anyone that does anything. Oh, 100 percent. If you step out of line at all and infringe on something that came later, they're going to bring the hammer down to make it's an example. Gr- of people. It's a great time to be a Disney lawyer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So we did. We talked a bit about beforehand, like the college football playoffs and what's going on there. Alex, you told me I should bet on Texas winning. Mm. Thankfully, I didn't. Okay. They lost. I mean, what did you guys, what did you think of the game? Michigan, Michigan ends up winning the Rose bowl. It's hilarious. You think James watched college football while he was in. I know you did. So (laughs) I, I followed enough about the Rose bowl. You go ahead. First of all. Yeah. Did you, I know you watched cause I was in the group chat getting the updates. Uh, did you win any money on the uh, theoretically had you bet? Cause I know you don't bet on sports, but the bet you would have done, would you have won? Uh, no. So I, I bet on Michigan. Um, and they won. Um, I did not bet on Texas or Washington cause I didn't really believe that I didn't know who would win. And so the advice I gave Tim was <laughs> glad I didn't take my own advice. Um, in terms of the game, I will, I have to say that without a doubt, I think beyond, beyond the Super Bowl, beyond the masters, beyond I mean, I'm not going to say the Olympic opening ceremonies because that doesn't, that's once every four years. The thing that comes closest to the Indy 500 is the Rose Bowl. If not surpasses it in some ways, not always, but like it is, it is the only thing that remotely even touches it. Um, So it's always very cool to watch. I would say that it was a very interesting game this year because usually um, Alabama goes to that and, cleans up and it's not really a competition and all this stuff. And Nick Saban, their coach has won. I don't even know what it was in a row, but like a substantial amount in a row, plus a a great number of total wins. Um, And Michigan this year was just, it seemed like a better team. Um, The reason why I was so excited to um, kind of watch the game was because Tom Brady made a bet with CJ Stroud um, earlier in the year when Michigan was going to play Ohio state. Uh, Stroud was from Ohio state now plays for the Texans this year. 
And they were both undefeated going into this game. It was kind of like 70% of the way through the season, Ohio State, obviously a powerhouse of college football. Um, and I think Michigan had really never stood a t- chance against them. Anyways, he bet CJ Stroud hit one of his Super Bowl rings. Wow. If Ohio State beat Michigan. So that's how confident he was. So sorry, Michigan, Brady was putting his ring on Ohio State. On the line. No, okay. on Michigan, which is oh, the on Michigan. team that yeah, which is the, the team underdog. that Tom played for. Yeah, right. Okay, okay, okay. And um, that kind of confidence warrants some some backing. Obviously, Michigan beat Ohio State, and so Tom was pretty confident with what was going so, on going into Alabama. Yes. What did he win? I don't know. What I did think CJ nothing. put up if he was putting up one of his Super child. Bowl rings? I don't know. Kid, the but kid's the, 19. The headline of the bet was a Super Bowl. <laughs> a Super Bowl ring. Um, so anyways, that attracted my interest into Michigan and watching Michigan's progress through the year. So naturally, without really paying much attention to college football, I was going to root for Michigan in the Rose Bowl. It was a great game. Went down to overtime. Um, and yeah, I would one day love to go to the Rose Bowl if given the opportunity because I think it would be pretty awesome. See, okay, that's, so that's the, one. No, sorry. sorry, go ahead, Tim. Well, I was going to bring up one. Yeah, the Rose Bowl is awesome. But two, they didn't select Florida for the playoffs, right? They they were undefeated, but they said with the injured quarterback, they didn't think they weren't in a spot, so they picked Alabama over Florida. Does this play into that conversation at all? Because Alabama didn't win. No, because Alabama played better in Michigan all game. They just didn't execute in some couple key plays that they needed to. Like Alabama was the better team. See, I'm definitely not a college football fan, but I'm with you that that's one of those events that you would want to go see just to say you'd seen it, right? Just to like experience it. Although I also would feel very unworthy of being there because everybody in the States is more into it than I am. But like, I do always pay attention to that one because I love any kind of like New Year's time, like holiday time sporting, like World Junior Hockey, which I didn't get to watch as much of this year as I'd like to. Um, But... The uh, the that game for the for the Rose Bowl, I was I was cheering for Alabama, and the the reason is simple. Alabama is my football team when it comes to college football, and here's why. Why? So the very first time we raced at Barber, it was back in like 2009, I want to say, or at least the first time I was there uh, in Indy Lights, my first year in Lights. I think it was my first year in Lights, first or second year in Lights. And my parents had these good family friends that were both from kind of Birmingham, had gone to Alabama, had met each other there, you know, got married. They were, and they were older. They were, I think, already in their early 70s or something. And so my dad had invited them out to the race. And the guy that, uh, the, the, the guy, the, the man of the relationship, um, like proper old school, like Southern, you know, kind of like old money type guys. Nickname was the governor and like all this stuff, right? Like this quintessential old Southern gentleman guy. And I see, I think I'd met him once or twice before or whatever, but he comes to the race and and he's carrying a plastic bag when I run into him and I, and I shake his hand. And the first words out of his mouth, he looks at me and he goes, Auburn or Alabama? And I just kind of blankly, I've, I'm, like, I've been living in the States for like four days at this point. And I just go to look up at him and say, well, sir, I'm not sure if uh, Auburn is a state I'm unaware of or Alabama is a color I don't know, but I'm not exactly sure what you're asking me. 
and he reaches into his bag and he pulls out an Alabama hat and he puts it on my head and he goes, next time someone asks you that, you just say roll tide. And so from that day forward, I was like, man, he claimed it. Like he just, he just, he, <laughs> he walked in, he shot a shot. I didn't have a team. So there you go. So I always cheer for Alabama just because I don't want the governor to get mad at me. I feel like I was rooting for Michigan just because Alabama wins way too much. And I feel like, like everybody's I just, kind I of started hating Nick Saban in the same way that like anybody. I don't, I don't have success. any strong feelings on anything like that. You know, he's obviously a good coach and then success begets success because good players want to go play for him and play for Alabama. Nothing against it. I just, I like to see, I like to see new teams win yeah, or fair. the, un, the underdog or the unexpected. And especially with them being undefeated this year, I thought it was cool. Um, that is a very sick photo that Alex just sent to the group mm-hmm. chat. The B2 flyover <laughs> yeah. is unbelievable. What? Mostly because think about how that image was captured. There was another plane flying 1,500 feet above it in the opposite direction. While Could it was going. Chopper? Yeah, why wouldn't it just be a, or a plane going the same direction so no. it could match its speed? And I don't understand no. why. I Again, who cares? It was going... <laughs> A hundred miles an hour slower, fifteen hundred feet higher in the opposite direction. That's and pretty that cool. Is, Still probably like a seven hundred mile an hour closing rate. So I was talking to uh, to when our our astronaut friend that I get to say I, I was talking to because I had coffee with him once, uh, Drew Foistel about when he was taking pictures of racetracks from the International Space Station. And I was talking about the astronomy stuff I do. And I said, you know, Alex Rossi got my daughter and I this mount that compensates for the Earth's rotation. And he goes, yeah, it's a lot harder when you're doing it by hand to compensate the other way from the space station. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) (laughs) And imagine uh, there's like a cloud over that track that time by. You're like, all right, now I got to reschedule when I'm going to stick my head out the window. And he'd have to like set his alarm at stupid times in the morning because he knew he'd be passing over the track at the right time and whatever. So, um, um, James, I take umbrage with one thing you said about not wanting to go or maybe not wanting to go to the Rose Bowl because you feel like you're undeserving compared yeah. to most people in the country who like that. I don't like that mentality because like as as people who race in the 500, you guys and, and some of me who's been to entirely too many races, like I don't mind if there's somebody new there or somebody who's less of a fan. No, like, basically it, what I was trying want to, to say is you in? do not deserve to go to all the races that you go to and That's somebody fair. more. That's a fair assessment, but like, but you would never like tell somebody no, they can't yes. go to the 500 because they didn't go to mid Ohio. That's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> like, I never, never thought about it like that, but that is actually a very valid, valid, valid argument. All right, fine. Let's go to the Rose Bowl next year. Twist yeah. Deal. I've, right. I've gone to regular football games at, at that stadium, but I've never been to the bowl game. I, uh, over the, over the week we were getting like a bit nostalgic and, and thrown on some old movies at times. And okay. I got to tell you, man, do you ever go back and watch an old movie and think how aggressively poorly it's aged all the time? It's, all it is time. wild. And like, I get it when, if you go <laughs> watch it, Blanca for me. Well, I was just going to say. Casablanca aged perfectly. Nothing is wrong. That movie is perfect. <laughs> Casablanca is, in my opinion, and I will I will say my my better than average opinion when it comes to movie history, uh, is opinion. the best movie of all time. Yes. We know that's your opinion. Um, you. We know it's your Wi-Fi password. We, <laughs> we do know it's your password for most things. No, um, it's Casablanca 1. Oh, sorry, of course. Not, there's not an exclamation mark in there. there. Not yet. 
Um, <laughs> now there's no, going to be. <laughs> like, I, I get when the movies, like, from the 50s and 60s, you're like, yeah, okay, okay. But, like, movies that I remember watching in, like, high school. Yeah. And I know that that is now a long time ago, Alex. You don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. But we watched um, uh, As Good As It Gets. We, we were on a weird Jack Nicholson mm. binge. And we watched As Good As It Gets with him and Helen Hunt. And some mm-hmm. of the just themes and language and stuff in that movie were, wow, very surprised that that was just like I an mean, okay movie to make in the late 90s. It really shows how quickly a lot of these societal like progressions have happened, right? <laughs> like, so, so we were trying to, we were trying to find, we were actually trying to think of like what the, what the flashpoint was for the change on certain like certain words, right? So there's certain words that were, you know, you wouldn't go out and, and say them in every sentence, but like they were, they were naughty words, but they weren't like, you know, banned yeah. blacklisted words, right? And we're like, when did it change from that just being like, oh, you're taking a dig at this person or whatever to like, no, no, you really can't say that anymore. And we were- I, I it think was, it's it's really telling about how many of those that I don't know which ones you're talking about. Like, I'm like, okay, it could be that. It could oh be yeah, that. for sure. For sure. <laughs> I know. We definitely added a lot to them in the last 20 years, but like- yeah, it's it, there were some that I'm like, oh, yeah, you, there's no way that's in this movie. And like, it's just part of like the normal vernacular at that time. And it's it's so like, I guess what I realized was how many of these words got on like the band list, so to speak, way more recently than I thought they did. I so think like a lot of it, I think a lot of it has to do with social media and where like people who didn't necessarily have a say in the conversation got to like come forward and be like, hey, that's actually super offensive to a large portion of the population. And yeah. like, and it would be able to get amplified. Um, that could probably have been part of it. For the most part, you know, I think, I think there's some times where that goes too far, but for the most part, I think it's a positive. If we're not comedy should never punch down. So if we're not like taking right. digs at marginalized groups anymore, that's good. Yes, I agree. Um, except, I also agree that- except the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to pick somebody there. I don't like Mario love that. Uh, unrelated, uh, something's got to give. Great movie. Do you guys have any movie like that 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 you'll still you'll just be like, yeah, it's got a lot of problems, still like it. Failure to launch. Failure to launch. Okay, that's McConaughey. Yeah, and Jessica and Parker. Just what what yeah. what are the big issues in that one? I don't know. I'm not a movie reviewer, but it's not like it's not like a award-winning film no, oh no, no, i'm not no. talking about guilty pleasure i'm talking about ones that like have an issue where okay yeah oh, that super I'm wouldn't sorry, be okay sorry, today sorry. yes my bad okay let me think of another one i i, I don't like i have i have one but i i don't i feel like i don't want to say it am i risking saying say it? it and yeah. being like oh really you're okay with that here yeah well, that's say actually, it. that's a fair point you're probably I'll, right <laughs> i'll say it and just bleep it out do we have do you have time to okay. edit a bleep yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say blazing saddles. I don't think you gotta bleep that. No, it's fine. A lot of people talk about it. It's just good movie. Great movie. There's there's a lot of movies by him that like don't quote unquote age well, but like the rest of the movie is very funny. Like it's a mm. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's movie. definitely scenes. I think where it comes from with a lot of, of Mel Brooks stuff is like None of that was coming from a place of For bigotry sure. or hate, right? Sure. It was like making comments all the time. It was fun. Like, uh, okay, um, I'll give I'll give one. Uh, 
Goldfinger. It's I think it's it's one of the top original Bond movies, you know. Love it. But love it has a lot of moments where you're just like, oh, that's terrible. Like, see, I need okay. to go back and watch that now. There's a scene where he's at a hotel in Miami. Bond, the Sean Connery's at a hotel in Miami, and he's getting a massage from a girl named Tink. And Felix, the CIA contact, comes up. He says, oh, Felix, Felix, Tink, Tink, Felix. Run along, Tink, man talk, and slaps her on the ass. <laughs> and then she goes away. <laughs> and you're like, wow, there's so much to unpack there about the misogyny and, like, casual sexism. And that's terrible. But the scene where they're over uh whatever the fort knox and all the soldiers are like passing out and stuff is really cool and odd jobs awesome and like the bomb getting disarmed at zero zero seven left is really cool so it's like i think you, you have to take a moment and be like that's not good i i'm glad we're past that being a casual thing in a movie but for the I time i still enjoy that movie <laughs> yeah you gotta judge I mean, it from the lens okay. of the time so pretty woman totally valid yeah, yeah i don't think you would great be able example. to do one like that but um, like phenomenal movie great movie i mean probably her best right like or well i mean she no, got an she's oscar had a lot for of yes yeah, that she's was been a lot. fire she's movie been a but it was Aaron definitely the best good. movie i've seen a lotus esprit in <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's uh you're right. It is weird to, as a topic to talk about because you don't want to like get peripherally b- brought in on some of this. Shit. Well, you guys don't. I don't have sponsors or anything to worry about. You know. <laughs> I'm not- yeah. Well, what are you gonna get fired from this show? <laughs> We've been doing you a favor. <laughs> I mean, I, I have one more. Like, what about is Wedding Crashers okay? Still, that is one that you probably would have some problems with. Which That's is weird. It. I mean, which part? Like, because well, yeah, they, they're blatantly faking who they are and lying to women for the, no, yeah, the, 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 the specific the specific wedding oh well yeah it's not it's not super ethical <laughs> <laughs> sorry what, what was yeah. the what was the point you were gonna say if that wasn't the How? part that bothered you what if, no that was what? yeah that wasn't the part that bothered me it was more of the part <laughs> where they were pretending to be of a certain like background oh yeah, yeah slash religion right, right? And yeah, yeah. partaking in, in that whole scene is where my mind went, not the. But, well, it's it's all it's all tied in, right? Because it's all tied yeah. into lying about everything for the sole purpose of getting laid. I mean, I feel like that's still a very common dating in, in today's. LA. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I don't think society has really shut that one down yet. If anybody on Tinder asks, my name is Tim Andretti. <laughs> <laughs> The long lost third cousin <laughs> thrice removed. Um, yeah, I, 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 well, I wonder what like movies twenty years from now that have come out in the last two or three years we look back on and be like, oh wow, like where are we going with this? You also see that it's usually a pendulum, right? Yeah, so it goes. It, I think we're we're at the at the far end, and it's going to go back. Yeah, it is. I mean, in the nineteen twenties, you had movies. Uh, there was a Tarzan Dude, movie where there's like we are a so five, far away from the it's swinging back the other way. Society is like this is not a political podcast, so we shouldn't go down this road. But nay, nay. Okay, I'm, talking, is, about, I'm not talking about swinging. politics. I'm talking about movies. No, I'm talking no, about the the trajectory. I, but it of, all it all movies. stems from the same thing, right? People's <laughs> I mean, opinions are so divided, and there can be so much um, 
con- contested opinions, it trickles down to everything that we consume. And it well, all stems okay. from the So in, in the in the early twenties, before there was the like the Hayes Code in movies, you had rampant nudity and jokes and stuff like that in movies. And then the Hayes Code came in and they they went really far the other way. And then it went back into the sixties and you went back into like experimental and fun sex stuff. And then it went back the other way. And then it went back the other way. And so it does have this this swing back and forth. I think we're due for it. I I, I do think it will start tacking back the other way, just in terms of entertainment. Want to bet? We'll get into the politics about it, but I mean, um, how are you going to measure that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point. All right, completely switching topics. Um, I saw this thing that was hilarious on uh, I think it was on Instagram, and it was like 2013 or whatever year Mark Zuckerberg became a billionaire. Right? Mark, Zuck- Mark Zuckerberg's a billionaire doesn't build a bunker. 2014 yeah. billionaire doesn't build a bunker and it goes through every year and it's 2024 billionaire building a bunker what what changed why has he been yeah. a billionaire for 10 years and he's just yeah, decided he's, to build a bunker what does he a, know that we a don't self-sustaining giant bunker yes yeah. it's, it's not like a oh you can be down there until the fallout's done it's like nah you can be down there and, and like it's in hawaii <laughs> like it's very yeah. far away from mainland <laughs> where all the bad stuff's gonna happen yes alex um no, not any of those reasons. You get to that point, James. Because you're bored. And you have nothing else to spend money on. Yeah, so no, you're like, you just bought everything else. Yeah, screw it. Let's do this. This will be then cool. Peter Thiel did the same thing in New Zealand. Also picked a very okay. obscure island. Nowhere near anything. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know. It's it's just a rich man dick swinging contest. Just run out of, run out of stuff to buy. Exactly. You can mm. only buy so many spaceships. Okay, so let's put... Okay. Yachts. Let's do this then. In your mind right now, if you were Mark Zuckerberg rich and you had been for a decade and you had all the jets and the yachts and the supercars and the mansions, what bizarre, obscure, strange thing can you dream up that you would want to like build or create or Island do? bunker, bro. Not I get original. it. Pretty cool. No, it's it makes a cool. lot of sense. I get it. it. It's it's awesome. It's probably not for any reason other than just getting away from people and chilling out. And yeah, that would just be your primary and board games and drinking beers. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's not for like a nuclear disaster. It's for getting away from the bullshit. So didn't didn't Bezos build like some bizarrely intricate like clock, like pendulum? Yeah, clock? some like forty million hour yeah. pen- astronomical clock. Yeah. Hmm. Like For that sure. kind of thing, just because he could. There's got to be something cool, better than I mean, a bunker, more original than a bunker. Okay, bunkers. You want a clock? No, <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> but it was a cool clock, honestly. Right. The, honestly, on air sign. The whole, the whole like underground, super fast tunnel from New York to L.A. kind of thing. That's actually kind of a. I do like that idea. But just for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a private, right. or like, or or like, yeah, like an underground private road system, so that you can just drive as fast as you want anywhere you need to go. I would fund exclusively the reinstatement of the Concord for my personal use. <laughs> I think you could do that. Like, can you not? If you just buy a Concord person, I think the FAA shut it down. Oh yeah, I feel like they're like, nah, this thing, this thing's gonna, this thing's gonna kill too many people. That's that's too bad. That that thing did look pretty cool. I mean, I get it, obviously, and it was fast. But as a private (laughs) pilot, I could fly it. Like you don't have to abide by those rules. So, I mean, even I thought on that 
I thought with the Concord it was a, a lot about the sound too, with the breaking the know. sound barrier and the no because they're making someone there's else a is making of, a new one. There's a lot of jets up there breaking the sound barrier, dude. Not not as many as there are that aren't. <laughs> like there's no commercial jets. Not, not a lot of them landing in there's like, there's like there was like <laughs> yeah. 15 Concords. There's a lot more F-18s up there. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're think, not they're not flying into central London. So <laughs> they're they're going above the speed of sound into central London. When I don't know when, when would they do that? When would they hit hit the gas? Someone else is working well, on one on a supersonic. Climbs like twelve thousand feet a minute. Probably not that, but like eighty five hundred feet. Someone else is building a supersonic passenger plane. They are. It's. I mean, it's. Like, it's I think like twenty six. Boeing and Delta. Like it's or no, it's no, it's United and uh, Aero something. Would you guys it's take United, the first flight? United is going to be like, like the carrier. Wait it out a little bit. I mean, I can't afford the first flight. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I just hypothetically, if, if I don't was, think like, it's going to crash, but I still I would. wouldn't want to be on the first one. I would yeah. be the first one because, like, I bet the champagne they serve is pretty elite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this about champagne. You can just buy it. Mm. <laughs> like, you, you got money. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's better when it's free. That's fair. Freeze a relative term in this sense, but yeah, okay. Well, uh, see, included, let's say. See, that's where that's where I thought you may have gone with your like ridiculous, obscure spend thing. Is like some badass plane that's like sound, like that plane that Tom Cruise flies at the start of Maverick. Mm. That'd be neat. I would. I would have a library, like that just a sense. fully stocked of every fully book stocked library. Yeah, written. just anything I could ever want. And quiet, cool places to read. It, it'd have to look cool. It couldn't just be like a. It'd have to look like an Dude, old. It's thing. What about, those, about two-story, like open balcony, yeah. wooden mahogany things that super mansions have? I love that look. Yeah. What if you could actually produce everything that Iron Man was? Dude, Tony mm-hmm. Stark is my hero. I know, but imagine that like you that could was have like that suit. Yeah, but like, what am I going to do with it? What Absolutely. am I going to do? I'm not going to go uh, fight defend crime. the world. Nah, I'm not going to do that. No, I'll, I'll buy, <laughs> I'll buy, the world I'll buy a couple thousand acres in the desert and just have a cool like playground for, I have like 10 suits so that me and all my mm. buddies could come fly around and do target practice and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. I love that. Yeah. And have Jarvis. Yeah, for sure. Oh dude. So speaking mm. of that, I got this, I saw this thing, an article for like the new meta glasses, the like Wayfair meta glasses that the cameras built I in and the, and the, and the earphones. Yeah, Jim, built in. Tim just got those. Yeah. Oh really? See, I think, so how are they? I don't know. I barely used them. They were a Christmas gift. Um, so like it's early, it's early, right? So they're not going to be great. And they're just going to keep getting better. At least they look terrible on you, but um, I think they look cool. I, I know you do. The, uh, what for me will be cool is when there's like a heads up display on the lens. Once it gets to that point, yeah, I'm 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 in. I'm interested in that because that's just like some very cool ass technology. And like, I did think this nerdy. could be fun to do from the uh, from the off track account. Do like a a live a show grid walk. Do a like just walk up and down the grid for a race or something. But doesn't only do one minute videos at a time. Not if you do live. Oh, so, so I'm doing a video uh, right now. See the the lights on. I, I see the light. Is it just saving to the glasses? Yeah, and then I get it on my phone. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, one day when those are all a little bit cooler, we'll all get them. I feel a little more Tony Stark-ish. 
in the meantime, we're going to let you guys go because we've rambled enough about very random topics and we didn't talk about race cars once. But next week, we'll have more race car stuff to talk about as we get closer to the Rolex 24 Daytona. We've been getting some cool photos and updates from our team on... Cool yeah, the car looks cool. car looks cool. We did the big livery unveil, which was huge. Very, very positive event. And uh, yeah, man, we get to go play race car soon. I excited. Oh, you get to go testing soon, though, don't you? Don't you have tests coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must be nice. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year. Don't bother making resolutions. If you want to do something, just do it. All right? All right. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at AskOffTrack on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off-Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Fim. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure... Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.